In the name of Jesus, amen. I don't want you to think I'm crazy, but I've been seeing signs of the end times more and more. No, I, I don't mean the natural or man-made cataclysms which titillate the popular apocalyptic imagination. Earthquakes and volcanoes and 40 years of darkness, famines and plagues, dogs and cats living together, mass hysteria. I outgrew all of that sensationalism of the late great planet Earth and left behind and Ghostbusters years ago. I'm not combing through newspapers trying to figure out how to fit Mahmoud Ahmadinejad and Vladimir Putin into the strange imagery of the book of Revelation. I'm not trying to unravel the hidden, mysterious meaning of those little barcode labels in the grocery store. Forget about that stuff. Fact is, we don't know, and we can't figure out where we are on God's final timeline. We confidently believe that God our God holds the world and its events in his hand, but we often cannot figure out what those events really mean exactly. No, let, forget about that stuff. Let me tell you what a sign of the end times really looks like. It's when God's eternal gospel gets gospeled onto every nation and tribe and language and people all over the world. It's when the clear and unambiguous message of judgment and salvation calls people everywhere to fear God to glorify God, and to worship God alone. That is a real sign of the apocalypse. When that eternal, unchanging good news rings loud and clear from God, through his messengers, to nation after nation and language after language, there God is revealing what he is really up to in the world. And he's bringing his own perfect cosmic purpose toward final completion. God's gospel, God's eternal gospel, loud and clear, calling all nations. <laughs> That's a sign of the end times. Our Lord Jesus said that all the hubbub and chaos and violence of the world must take place, but the end is not yet. All of that is just the beginning of the birth pains. And he said, the gospel must first be proclaimed to all nations. The arrival of that gospel message is itself an hour of judgment. The good news tells us that God 
the one God, the true God, the God who made us, also rescued and saved us by sending his son Jesus. His life and death and resurrection accomplish our complete salvation. Whoever believes in him is not condemned, but whoever does not believe is condemned already because he has not believed in the name of the only Son of God. And this is the judgment that light has come into the world and people loved the darkness rather than the light because their deeds were evil. Like a bolt of lightning from above, this message of God, this gospel of Christ Jesus, splits the world in two. In Christ Jesus, the hour of God's judgment has come. Because Jesus rose from the dead, his gospel is a sign of the end times and announces that God's goal of resurrection and recreation is already dawning. After he rose from the dead, Jesus opened his disciples' minds so that they could understand what the scriptures really meant. He said, thus it is written that the Christ should suffer and on the third day rise from the dead and that repentance and forgiveness of sins should be proclaimed in his name to all nations, beginning in Jerusalem. Well, we are a long way from Jerusalem by now. And it's hard to say how far we still are from the end of God's story. But to me it looks more and more like that gospel sign of the end times is happening before our eyes. This past weekend I was reminded in an unusual way of the remarkable things God is doing in his world to make sure that his eternal gospel gets spoken loud and clear to all nations. In the beautiful fertile hills of western Iowa. A couple of miles outside the Norman Rockwell little town of Mapleton is a unique place called Mission Central where some people who are just not normal love the Lord Jesus and work for nothing just to make sure that the good news of Jesus gets proclaimed to people around the world. Corn and soybean harvest is in full swing in Iowa right now. And the trucks and tractors and combines were busy in the fields and on the roads late into the night, all through the weekend. But at Mission Central, the walls of the converted farmhouse and barn have pictures of a different kind of harvest, God's harvest. Did, did you know that our church recently received official permission to open a Christian international school in Hanoi, Vietnam. Did you know that some farmers in North Korea have been asking our missionaries 
to explain that cross emblazoned on some agricultural equipment that they've received. Did you know we have a missionary training pastors and evangelists in Cambodia? Did you know there are Lutheran teachers working today in the largest Muslim country in the world? You should know this stuff. It's a sign of the end times. Just a few years ago, so many of those people in places like that were simply off limits. They were out of reach. Those people couldn't hear the gospel. And now they can. And now they do. I'm telling you, that's a sign that God is still driving the bus and it's going in his direction with his chosen destination in sight. I just had a message from a former student. This was yesterday. He is on his way to help start the first Lutheran Bible school in Mongolia. Mongolia. That may not quite be the end of the world, but you can see it from there. <laughs> That's a gospel sign of the end times for sure. This text from Revelation is appointed in our lectionary to be read on Reformation Day. And some Lutherans historically have interpreted these words as a specific prophecy about Martin Luther and the recovery of the pure gospel in the church. It's ironic, really, that Luther's followers found him in these verses, and it's doubly ironic that we use this text on Reformation Day, considering that Luther took a rather dim view of this book and considered it, in his words, neither apostolic nor prophetic. Luther proclaimed the same eternal gospel for sure, but it's a stretch, to say the least, to claim that John's vision here is uniquely or particularly about Martin Luther. This isn't about Luther or what he did. This is about God and what he did and what he is doing now in these gray and latter days because the God who created the universe still seeks and saves the lost. His eternal word of judgment and his promise of grace echo around the world. Because God restores his creation in Christ, the messengers of the gospel bring that news to every nation and tribe and language and people even comes to you. And because God's eternal gospel rings in your ears and hearts, fear God and give him glory. It's a sign of the end times. Amen. And now may the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, keep your hearts and minds in Christ Jesus to life everlasting. Amen.